Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I am Katie, your host, and I'm excited to have you with us today. We are going to be diving into how a mentorship can help you. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. If you know me at all, you know I'm a huge advocate for mentorships. Mentorships are gold, whether it's in your career, in a specific niche, as an entrepreneur, a mentorship can be hugely beneficial to you. Many of you know I work in human resources for my career, and I am constantly telling the managers and the team that coaching and mentorships are, like literally, they're gold, they're amazing, and I think that they're the type of thing that you just want to proactively engage in so that you can continue to grow and learn. And mentorships are not limited to large corporations or private entities. They can be for small business owners. They can be for entrepreneurs. They can be for students. They can be really whatever you want to make it. And as much as you're willing to put into it, you're going to reap those benefits and get so much out of it. So today I have a couple points that I want to hit on and kind of expand on and share with. So the first thing and where I want to start is what is a mentorship? A mentorship, simply put, is guidance by a mentor, which if you know me, I hate when something is defined using the same word. So like a mentorship is guidance by a mentor. Okay, cool. That doesn't really give me a lot of insight on it. So let's let's chop this up a little bit and digest it a bit. So a mentor is an individual who is experienced and a great advisor. A mentor is someone who has experience in a specific thing, and that could be running a business, being a leader of a team, writing a book, self-publishing, marketing, whatever it is, they're really experienced and they're usually probably an expert in that specific thing. Sometimes mentorships can seem really formal and intense, but they absolutely do not have to be. So let's slow down. Think about a time in your life and someone that you look up to and you had a really hard decision to make. So you picked up the phone and you called them and they were there as a support and they kind of walked you through thoughts and different processes and ultimately maybe helped you come to a solution or maybe they didn't help you come to a solution, but they just gave you more questions to help you find more answers. Who do you call when you have some sort of situation to work through? This is likely an informal mentor of yours. You likely have a couple in your life. I know that I have a number in my life that I could just like count on my hand to tell you like these people are mentors to me. And if you ask them, they would probably say something to the effect of, oh, she's a coworker, or oh, she's a friend, or she's my daughter. And they don't realize that to me, they are, you know, a mentor to me. So there are definitely very informal mentorships. Um, but today I kind of want to just dive into like a little bit more of a formal mentorship and the value that it offers and how you find a good mentor and tips to make the most out of it and 
how you can basically reach out to somebody and ask them to be your mentor. So let's start with the value of a mentorship. The value of a mentorship is absolutely not limited to the workplace. Mentors can help with setting goals, supporting growth and encouragement, accountability, networking, and even offering a new perspective. So again, it's not limited to the workplace. I know people who want to be marathon runners who have mentors who are runners and they lean into them to help them set their goals and to help support them in their endeavor in executing running that marathon. You can also find mentors who maybe in your career you need you need and want to learn more about finances. And so you find a CFO who can help support that and help learn and grow you or a controller or a comptroller, whatever the case. And so it can be in the workplace, but it doesn't always have to be limited to the workplace. Because again, this individual is just going to help you set goals or support growth and encouragement, accountability, networking, and a new perspective. And I believe that even like mothers can have mentors because it can feel a bit lonely and hard to navigate. And so if you find another woman who's further along in the journey or has older kids or is more experienced in the motherhood route than you are, then you can really lean into them for, you know, said things like setting goals and support and accountability and growth. So again, not limited to the workplace, but there is so much value in having a mentor. So how do you find a good one? Well, first you got to start by determining what you want to get out of the mentorship, right? You know, the person next to me might want to set new goals and reach, you know, new ceilings and keep pressing forward and doing more. Whereas the person on the other side of me might just want accountability. They might already know what their goals are, but they don't know how to draw the connection between a goal and an action. And so they need that accountability and that support. So really determining what you want to get out of the mentorship. Do you want to grow in your leadership skills? Do you want to grow in your career? Do you want to round out your knowledge on finances? Do you want to write a book? Are you trying to self-publish? Just all those sort of things, like lots of different things that you could want to accomplish. Maybe you want to be more present as a mother. So then what you'd want to do is examine your options. For an entrepreneur, is there a person that you already look up to and you love how they run their business? Are you the head of your department and need to look outside of your organization? Do you have another department lead or head that you just really, really respect and look up to and maybe they would be a good option? Kind of examine what your current options are. Now, it's not limited to, to just who you know. You can also do research. Learn. Let's Let's say... Let me slow down here. Let's say that you do have someone in mind. Well, you should still do your research to learn about the person the best that you can before you ask them to be your mentor because you want to make sure that certain characteristics and things line up with what you're looking for and that you know for certain that they're in some capacity going to be able to support what you're trying to get out of that mentorship, right? So you might have the perfect person, but they are knee deep in all their work and they just got a huge promotion and they just don't have the time. So make sure you're aware of that when you're going into it. But again, you can also hop online and reach out in Facebook groups or on LinkedIn and try to connect and network with someone that maybe you're not super familiar with that might be a good option. You don't have to pull from your existing pool to find that mentor. But Again, like I said, you might already have some people in mind that would be a good fit. 
So once you've examined your options and do your research, here's some tips to think about when you are looking for someone to be your mentor. You should respect this person. You should look up to them. You don't want someone who you think is super awesome and cool, but like you don't respect them, right? You have to have that level of respect. You should feel confident in their abilities. You should be able to find trust in them. They should be happy in their position, whether it's entrepreneurially or a career-based job or at a private entity, whatever the case. And they should likely be a good leader because they're going to need good leadership characteristics to be able to really help you grow in this mentorship, such as listening and guiding and leading and supporting and things like that. You've examined your options. You've decided what you want to get out of this mentorship. You've done your research. You've weighed the person against the list above of like respecting them and they're happy and they're confident and all these things. So now you're ready to ask someone to be your mentor. What do you do? How do you ask them? Just walk up. Yo, Katie, you want to be my mentor? Now for me, that would be a good icebreaker, but maybe that's not quite your vibe. So if there is someone that you don't know super well, but you've seen them from the sidelines, maybe scheduling a meeting to ensure that they're a good fit would be beneficial. So checking in with them saying, Hey, I have a proposition for you. Do you have time to meet? It doesn't have to be super long. You just kind of want to touch base with them. You can also write a letter. Now you could snail mail it or hand it off, whichever the case you could send an email or you could just walk up and ask them in person. But the thing that I want to dive into is the pitch. How do you ask them? So those are kind of like the the funnel to ask them but what do you say how do you ask it and if you know that they're a good fit writing a letter to them asking them to be your mentor you'd want to include and this is for if you send an email write a letter do a meeting whatever the case in the letter you want to outline why you think they would be a good fit for mentoring you you'll want to express specifically what you hope to learn from them and gain from the mentorship explain how you will be willing and ready to put in the work to get the most out of this mentorship, acknowledge and respect their time. And I suggest on this one, definitely proposing like a time frame for the mentorship. So whether that's like, let's start in June and go through the end of the year, or let's start in June and go indefinitely or whatever the case, but also getting down to the nitty gritty of like, Hey, I would like to meet once a month. For 60 minutes, I have a small outline of what I'd like to cover, and I would also like your input on what you feel like you could teach me. Don't be afraid to follow up. Generally, these people are going to be super busy, and while you probably are a priority to them, especially if you formally ask them to be your mentor, just be understanding that you might need to follow up with them and get that scheduled. Now, something else to think about, which I'm not going to dive too much into on this specific episode, but are types of mentorships. There are group mentorships, which would be like one mentor speaking to a group, usually a relatively small group. Um, There are one-on-one mentorships, which is what I've outlined above. And then there's peer mentorships where you're meeting with your peers and learning from one another. I see this happen a lot with student forums, internships, as well as like niche down entrepreneurial sort of activities. So like wedding photographers often get together and like do shootouts or hang out and have coffee and kind of just brainstorm. Um, There's also masterminds that are kind of similar to that. Mentorships are amazing. I've personally learned and grown so much because of the people willing to guide me and invest time in me. So I believe that you can do the same. You just have to be ready to put in the work to show up and be ready to do this. 
Now, side story, I did formally last year ask someone to be my mentor. And it's so funny because I put so much thought into the letter and I like wrote out all the details and I wanted it to be like super formal. And it's funny because I got a response, but like kind of sort of not a response. They told me they're like, uh, I, I'm not equipped to be your mentor. And I was like, but I know you are. I've known you for a couple of years now. I've seen what you do and how you do it. And I know that you know more than I do. And I know you can teach me that. And they were like, okay, but like, I don't have the time. I'm drowning. I don't know how to do this. So I wouldn't really say they rejected me, but they definitely were very apprehensive and didn't formally accept. However, we still meet probably monthly, I mean, almost weekly and hash out things. And they don't even realize it, but I consider them a mentor. And while they didn't formally accept and we don't sit down and have meetings, it's more like drive-bys. It's amazing what I've learned from that relationship and what I've gained from it. And again, this is where I'm saying that like mentorships don't have to be super, super formal. They can be. And some of us like that structure, but they don't have to be. And I just, I love it because this person who has mentored me over the last probably seven to eight months, maybe longer, has really shown me and taught me so much. And I know in my life too, I recently had someone reach out and ask me to come to their graduation and I was like, that's really awesome. And we've like met for coffee a couple times and we kind of, we hang out and stuff. And it's so funny because she refers to me as her mentor and, and it's quite an honor, honestly, to be like, yeah. That's, that's cool. Like, I am so glad to hear that the information I've given you and told you and the feedback I've given you just as informally, like as a friend, she looks to me as a mentor and it's such a place of honor to be in. And so again, it's funny because this is completely going back to the beginning, but basically like it doesn't have to be super formal. It can be informal and still so beneficial. And again, you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm very passionate about mentorships and about these learning relationships. But some, like I was saying, like some of these interactions have just been conversations without that formal element. And others, I've had very intentional scheduled outlined uh, mentorships and and both are so beneficial. You aren't locked into having to only have one mentor as well. So it's like another thing I want to mention is I have multiple aspects of my life that one person cannot coach me on each piece, right? So I have females in my life who I lean on when I need a boost or support in my motherhood journey. And I know I want to learn so much more about financial pieces of my organization. So I lean on another person for that. One person cannot help you with all your needs, okay? Unless you find the absolutely perfect person who's basically you just in the future, you're not going to find one person who can help with every single thing that you need. So it's great to lean on more than one individual to support each piece of your journey. And that's another area that mentorship is hugely beneficial. I know that I lean into my boss at, at the private club that I work at for so much. He coaches me, he helps me, he teaches me, and a lot of it's informal. A lot of it's just him delegating or giving me tasks to do or projects to work on, and I'm still learning. But I wouldn't go to him for coaching or mentoring on how to ask for a pay raise, right? Because he's my boss, and I want to save that conversation for when I'm prepared and ready. So maybe I would go to an outside source for that sort of conversation to coach me and mentor me on that, right? 
And same, like you might have an amazing client that you absolutely love who's super good at marketing, but maybe it's not the best to put them in a mentor role for you. So you'd seek that out elsewhere, but you can still learn and grow from them as well. So you don't have to lock yourself into just one type of mentorship or just one mentor. You can have a lot of different moving pieces in this. And again, it can be formal, informal, whatever works for you and what you can house on your plate and also what works for the person that you're asking. Like maybe they don't want something super formal and they can't commit to the same time each month or whatever the case, but they're happy to, you know, meet here and there and do this and that. So just be open to it. I think the biggest takeaway though from this episode is really determining what you want to get out of that mentorship and then facilitating a mentorship around that that really helps you get to that end goal and is conducive to the overall like idea and determination that you want from your mentorship. So so in today's episode, we talked about what a mentorship is, the value of having a mentor, how to find a good one, what that looks like, and tips to be successful in that, and then how to ask someone to be your mentor, right? So we've covered all of those things. So I would love to hear if this kind of sparks a fire underneath you to reach out to somebody, or if you want to just send me a DM and be like, hey, yeah, I can think of three people who basically are my acting mentors, and it's amazing. Like, I would just love to hear about it, because again, I'm so passionate about mentorship. I think that it is such a great way to learn and grow and support and show up. 